And now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with DAB legislator Holden Chow. The following program is a personal view program. The trade war between U.S. and China seems to escalate, and that raises grave concern among Hong Kong people. U.S. President Donald Trump believes the trade war would end up with all goods to be manufactured in U.S. again, and that's the way to make America great again. Sounds like a tantalizing outcome, but with due respect, I think this is nothing more than sweet talk to the Americans. By imposing tariffs and hence raising costs of Chinese goods, Mr. Trump attempts to undermine the competitiveness of Chinese goods, and manufacturing base will, as a result, move back to the U.S. This is purely wishful thinking of the Trump administration. Fourth, one of the U.S. leading car manufacturers, in light of the escalating of Trump's trade war, refused to import its latest model, Focus Active, into the U.S. market. Mr. Trump announced that such action would mean the return of Ford's manufacturing base to U.S. save their tariffs. However, rather ironic, Ford clarified immediately. That they would not manufacture the Focus Active model in U.S. seems like a slap in the face to Mr. Trump. The latest model has been manufactured in China for quite some time. Even with tariffs being imposed upon Chinese goods, it still wouldn't justify the return of manufacturing base to U.S. The cost is way too high there. Jobs will not return to the states. But on the other hand, the Chinese government imposes tariffs on U.S. goods too. Sales of U.S. products in China would be affected. And let's not forget the upside of having globalized supply chain. Over the past few decades, U.S. products have been produced in China at very competitive cost, meaning that U.S. consumers did enjoy goods at low cost. U.S. consumers do have incentives to spend money on goods at attractive price. U.S. companies are entitled to good profits, which benefits the U.S. economy. By offering cheap labor, despite the hidden price for China to pay, that is, the harm to the environment. China, in return, experienced takeoff in her economy, and living standard within the country has been raised. U.S. enjoys prosperity too. By and large, this is a win-win situation. Earlier on, representatives from General Motors, another car giant, employing over 180,000 employees worldwide, also gave a warning that the tariffs would lead to less profits for companies, a smaller General Motors, less investment, and less jobs for the U.S. No wonder why U.S. economists blast Trump for his lack of basic understanding of international trade. Notwithstanding that Trump so far has no intention to back down, China does not prefer a tit-for-tat move when dealing with trade war. China is still finding ways to settle the trade dispute. As I have repeatedly pointed out, Hong Kong will certainly be affected by the trade war. Small and medium-sized companies have grave concerns over their cash flow management. 
The Hong Kong SAR government should carry out appropriate measures. For instance, facilitating companies in arranging short to medium term loans so that the cash flow would remain intact in order to survive the trade war. Apart from the economy, I wish to discuss a bit on the latest court ruling. The Court of Final Appeal recently ruled that the appeal against sentence over the 13 activist violent protest on Northeastern New Territories development was allowed. That poses some controversy in the city. As a member of the legal profession, I ought to clarify some misunderstanding from the public. Criticism is drawn to the ruling that the court is too lenient towards the accused. But according to the news report, Justice Ma, in the course of trial, indeed raised doubt as to whether the activists were truly remorseful, and they wrongly believed using violence was appropriate, and hence attempted to condone the violence. Justice Ma also rightly pointed out that with the violence involved in this case, storming the Lechko building, causing injuries to security guards, the accused should be behind bars for sure. The latest sentencing principle should not be applied to this case on a retrospective basis. But going forward, the new and tougher sentencing principle will be applied to cases involving violent protests. In short, the court does not condone violence. Make no mistake about that. And red faces ahead of the conference of Britain's ruling Conservative Party. The news from RTHK. And now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with DAB legislator Holden Chow. The following program is a personal view program. The trade war between U.S. and China seems to escalate, and that raises grave concern among Hong Kong people. U.S. President Donald Trump believes the trade war would end up with all goods to be manufactured in U.S. again, and that's the way to make America great again. Sounds like a tantalizing outcome. But with due respect, I think this is nothing more than sweet talk to the Americans. By imposing tariffs and hence raising costs of Chinese goods, Mr. Trump attempts to undermine the competitiveness of Chinese goods. A manufacturing base will as a result move back to the US. This is purely wishful thinking of the Trump administration. Ford, one of the U.S. leading car manufacturers, in light of the escalating of Trump's trade war, refused to import its latest model, Focus Active, into the U.S. market. Mr. Trump announced that such action would mean the return of Ford's manufacturing base to U.S., save their tariffs. However, rather ironic, Ford clarified immediately that they would not manufacture the Focus Active model in U.S. Seems like a slap in the face to Mr. Trump. The latest model has been manufactured in China for quite some time. Even with tariffs being imposed upon Chinese goods, it still wouldn't justify 
the return of manufacturing base to U.S. The cost is way too high there. Jobs will not return to the states. But on the other hand, the Chinese government imposes tariffs on U.S. goods too. Sales of U.S. products in China would be affected. And let's not forget the upside of having globalized supply chain. Over the past few decades, U.S. products have been produced in China at very competitive cost, meaning that U.S. consumers did enjoy goods at low cost. U.S. consumers do have incentives to spend money on goods at attractive price. U.S. companies are entitled to good profits, which benefits the U.S. economy. By offering cheap labor, despite the hidden price for China to pay, that is the harm to the environment. China, in return, experienced takeoff in her economy, and living standard within the country has been raised. U.S. enjoys prosperity too. By and large, this is a win-win situation. Earlier on, representatives from General Motors, another car giant, employing over 180,000 employees worldwide, also gave a warning that the tariffs would lead to less profits for companies, a smaller General Motors, less investment, and less jobs for the U.S. No wonder why U.S. economists blast Trump for his lack of basic understanding of international trade. Notwithstanding that Trump so far has no intention to back down, China does not prefer a tit-for-tat move when dealing with trade war. China is still finding ways to settle the trade dispute, as I have repeatedly pointed out. Hong Kong will certainly be affected by the trade war. Small and medium-sized companies have grave concerns over their cash flow management. The Hong Kong SAR government should carry out appropriate measures. For instance, facilitating companies in arranging short to medium-term loans so that the cash flow would remain intact in order to survive the trade war. Apart from the economy, I wish to discuss a bit on the latest court ruling. The Court of Final Appeal recently ruled that the appeal against sentence over the 13 activist violent protest on northeastern New Territories development was allowed. That poses some controversy in the city. As a member of the legal profession, I ought to clarify some misunderstanding from the public. Criticism is drawn to the ruling that the court is too lenient towards the accused, but according to the news report. Justice Ma, in the course of trial, indeed raised doubt as to whether the activists were truly remorseful, and they wrongly believed using violence was appropriate, and hence attempted to condone the violence. Justice Ma also rightly pointed out that with the violence involved in this case, storming the Lesko building, causing injuries to security guards, the accused should be behind bars for sure. The latest sentencing principle should not be applied to this case on a retrospective basis, but going forward, the new and tougher sentencing principle will be applied to cases involving violent protests. In short, the court does not condone violence. Make no mistake about that. And that was letter to Hong Kong with D.A.B. legislator Holden Chow.
Letter to Hong Kong will be back next Sunday at 8.15 a.m. It was a brutal schedule, and yeah, I'm still in Les Miserables mode. The number of bands that have applied to play at this festival is almost 100 bands wanting to play. They don't apologize for the fact that they know an ABBA song's going to come along. They're all making their voices heard on the brew. You have young people dressing you know, in bikinis and swimming suits. Overdo the water, it becomes a mush. Musicians, actors, writers, regular contributors from VIPs visiting the city. Yes, my first time in Hong Kong, and I'm loving it. Interesting people found lost in the corridor. I love it just passing through. Just kidding. You're on the air. Local happenings, current affairs, and yes, even cookery. Let's start with a yeah, decent quality of yeah, butter. See, if I go shopping for flour, I buy flour. It's all on the morning brew with Phil Whelan, weekdays on RTHK Radio 3. And I think we should stress this none of this is to do with politics. None whatsoever. What can you expect when listening to the 123 show? Well, you told me just to ask the questions. I, I will just ask the questions. You can spin it any way you want to. I knew when I recorded this album, I knew that I would, it would have value. I feel that there is, a, uh, there is a serious crisis in Hong Kong right now. You're joking. That doesn't really exist. And that does exist. I met uh, two really good boyfriends. Two at the same time? Um, no, not, not <laughs> at the same time. As the young people of this earth would say nowadays... YOLO, Noreen. Oh, I hate YOLO. The 123 Show with Noreen Mir. Weekdays from 1 until 3, only on RTHK Radio 3. Sometimes sounds are impressive. I hear the sounds of life. I hear the pulse of a vibrant city. Sometimes I hear noises that are annoying. But they can become a concerto when they're put together. Relish and listen with an open heart. You may realize what you hear. Respect different values. Embrace different voices. Please stand back from the train doors. What do these sounds make you think of? The Hong Kong's Top Story competition is back, and this year's theme is Sounds of Hong Kong. Be inspired by the sounds of our city. Write a story of not more than 2,000 words and send it to topstory at rthk.hk. The deadline is November 2nd, 2018. For more, go to radio3rthk.hk. It does not generate enough deterrent effect. So we are coming here to voice our concern. 6.30, weekday mornings, Hong Kong Today. The informed way to start the day. Just last month, Lee Fei, who's the Deputy Secretary... The illegal General. structure scandal took a For three hours, buildings department officials... Local and international news throughout the morning. Plus the latest in sports, business and daily topical guest interviews. I don't think there is a trend showing that uh, it is more serious than usual. Hong Kong Today, 6.30, Monday to Friday mornings on RTHK Radio 3.
Good morning. I'm Ole Skjærbæk Madsen. I'm a Danish pastor working at Dufonshan Christian Center. Today is Sunday. This may be your day of relaxing, of feeling free. Tomorrow it's work, and a week full of work is lying ahead of you. How do you feel about it? Do you look forward to it? Are you dreading it? A big part of how we view our work is our relationship with colleagues. When relationships are smooth, it can make life full of joy. When work relationships are strained, it can make life miserable. Some of your colleagues may have hurt you. Some of them don't appreciate what you do and who you are. They may slander you, meeting you with nasty and degrading remarks. Sometimes they are like enemies. But you may say, there's nothing we can do about it. From my experience, there is something we can do. And it starts with seeing ourselves through God's eyes. I don't know how you think God looks at you. But it's been a great help to me that Jesus talks in such a trusting way of God. He calls God Father in a very intimate way.